you're now tuned into another episode of The Underground. Each week, we dive into what it means to create, nurture, and live in communities everywhere. This is The Underground with Ryan Moore and Justin Lon Carrick. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Underground. Ryan is next to me. How are you? What's up, bud? What's up, man? Another, another episode. You know, well, yeah, and another episode recorded at the Pond Training Facility, the Pond Hockey Training Facility in Burlington. Here in my abode. Is that how you say it? My abode? abode? My humble abode? Uh, that's like your home. I guess this is your home away from home. I basically sleep here. Speaking of the pond, you actually recorded a video that I loved recently on TikTok, funnily enough, and I just wanted to bring that up because it's kind of an important topic in general for some of the stuff we've been talking about. TikTok is an interesting platform, I guess, because it's solely video-based. Mm-hmm. You have to be good on camera or be comfortable on camera. You you have to be creative. Super creative. TikTok Instagram has moved away from the like-based content. It used to be you could see who was liking your video. You could see who was sharing your video. All all those things that make make the crowd mentality. It's, we're, look at how many people have liked this video. I should like it too. Instagram moved away from that and started thinking about more of a content-driven thing where they're just put content on here and we're going to just produce a media empire that way. TikTok took that and they kind of turned it on its head and they said, well, you know what? We're going to play on the heartstrings of people of liking and the viral ability and getting shares and, and just trying to as much clout as you possibly can. So I got on it because it was it was fun. Number one, all the kids in here love love when I do TikToks. If I film them and put them on TikTok, they absolutely love it, and I am able to immerse them into that. So I joined TikTok just to provide something different. There wasn't many, there wasn't much hockey on there, and I like to just it it adds a little different level of interactivity. Well, and you're connecting with the younger whippersnappers. Like they just, it's a younger audience on TikTok as a whole, I think. So TikTok, people follow you just like Instagram, but there's also this thing called the For You page. And what that is, is curated content that they put in front of you, whether you follow them or not. You can choose to go to a homepage or whatever that you follow, people you follow yourself to check up what's on with them. But because TikTok is solely based on viral ability, they curate content and put it in front of you saying, okay, you've been interacting with a lot of hockey content you might like this video and they put that in front of you. Video is so important. We've been talking about this. I've been talking about this in my business for a long time now. We put a lot of emphasis on video in our in our company and our business and our marketing because it's just it's it's proven fact. If you look at the numbers and I don't have them in front of me, so I apologize to my audience for that, but it's proven fact that videos draw more of an audience than a static photo alone. It's science. It's science. This is just, this is, it is what it is, right? So, and you all know, no matter what's going on, you'll stop and watch a video, especially a video of someone doing something really cool. And one of the videos I love that you did on TikTok was the one where you called out a guy (laughs) for, for, I think you did a video where you did like a tight circle one way starting facing backwards. And then you did kind of, I don't know what you call it. You, you'll give me the direction on that, but you did this awesome circle 
the more family is incredible on their edges in general. So it was just an awesome video because the camera followed you around this circle, which is great. And some guy called you out and said, yeah, but try to do that the other way. Cause I think that's a big problem for people. They can do something mm -hmm. one way, mm -hmm. but they can't do it the other way when, when there's like crossovers or stopping that kind of thing. Yeah. So then you, then you, wow. uh, you tell the story, then you call them out and then you, well, so my, personal background in hockey is I was always a very good skater. My father, Greg Moore, made sure that I was a good skater. He himself was a good skater. So it was always been instilled on me. Skating is the base of hockey. It's the foundation and you can build from there. Very much so now in the hockey world, it's we're finding more and more and more the Connor McDavid effect and Sidney Crosby effect. Skating is key. So the drill that you're referring to is an acceleration drill. It's a basic acceleration drill, but it is very difficult. You have to keep your feet moving. You have to turn out and accelerate, keeping your feet moving in a confined space, produce power, and launch out of that turn. Use that acceleration to create all that torque to whip you around that corner to launch yourself out. Most people have one way that's better than the other. So this guy that called me out or tried to call me out <laughs> was playing on something that is very true. Most people have one direction that is good and the other direction that is bad. If I asked you which foot do you kick with, you would say left or right, and I would say, okay, try and kick with your other foot. You're not going to be as good. My whole entire career before leaving hockey to become a coach, I worked to perfect to make sure that both my directions were equal. I wouldn't have been able to get to the level that I got to without being able to turn both ways. I'm not Zoolander, all right? I'm not only turning left out there. <laughs> So this guy, he called me out on TikTok and on TikTok, you have the ability to take a comment, copy it and paste it right in a video and reply to that comment with a video. So the guy said something to the effect of, oh, that's great and all, but I bet you can't do it the other way. So I took my phone out on the ice and I copied that comment in it and I did it the other way. And I just put the little arms up emoji like, I don't know, <laughs> what do you think? And up until that point, that was my highest, I've had higher rated videos since, but up until that point, that was my highest rated, rated video. And a lot of people started commenting about, oh yeah, yeah, who's this guy, who's this guy, who's this guy? It's kind of a little, little gratifying, you know, I don't like to be too snarky and I don't like to do that. But when people are calling me about out on what my abilities are and kind of challenging my credibility as a hockey coach. Like I wouldn't coach who I could coach if I could only skate one way. Well, like, let's be honest. You've got AHL, OHL players that are coming here looking for your guys. NHL. NHL players that are coming. NHL here agencies. Yeah. And, and, and for you to be able to not, well, you, you got to put up or shut up if that's the case. And yeah. quite frankly, they're not coming here if that's not the level that they're going to get. Exactly. So that's the bottom line. And I think the guy kind of missed the point that in the background of that video, there are AHL, OHL guys standing there watching. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, and I think what's Pat important, the, the point I'm trying to make here with all of that is that video is more and more important every day. People are, are well, we, in one of our podcasts previously, we were talking about how many video views on some of this stuff that we've been doing. So, or that the people are making money on the social billions world. of views yeah. and that's billions of there's 7 billion people in the world and someone's got 40 billion views on their thing. I mean, that means Multiple a lot of views. Yeah. And Someone's so coming back for more. So yeah. And, and long story short, video is important. And I think this kind of leads into our next guest because our next guest who I recorded before the, the changeover to the two of us really ended up, he's a guy that, promotes he does all of our real estate video and photography and we 
are highly reliant on them to help them to help us be guided into just like you coach kids play hockey. We're letting them guide us down the road of what video is working and what isn't, what products are working and what aren't. Is it virtual tours? Is it this? Is it that? And we're kind of, we're, we're, we're allowing people to coach us that way, which is fun. Well, it's interesting that you say coaching on it because in one breath we say video, 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 video is key. Video is key. Video is key. we're on a podcast. Yeah, now we're on a podcast. (laughs) But with TikTok, I've had videos that flop. On Instagram, I've had videos that flop. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. This is great content. People are going to love this video. I put it out there and it gets a thousand views and that's it. Whereas my other videos, I have upwards of 200,000 views on them. And I don't know necessarily what's going to take and what's not going to take. And it sounds like this is where this guy you're talking about comes in. Yeah, he, he definitely has some great ideas. I think we're more diving into the idea of why video is so important. We're diving into the idea of why certain things might be important, why it's important to be cutting edge in the field you're in. Mm-hmm. If you were in, if you're a hockey coach, what are the newest, greatest things that you should be teaching people and sticking, keeping up with those trends? Because it's important to understand that that's what's going to create success in people and they want to help create success within the the, the markets that they're servicing for sure. People and helping people. Yeah, people helping people and that's where they give guidance. So I thought it'd be important to have him on in order for us to learn more from him and what that what their insight is into some of the things. Yeah, some of it relates to real estate and if you're a realtor out there and you're listening, take heed because this is some pretty serious content and at the end of the day, if you're not, there's definitely some nuggets in here that relates to any business and as we say goodbye to this intro, we say hello to Dougie and enjoy listening to Devin Keller and me have a, a chat about stuff. Enjoy. I have a really special guest. This guy is a marketing guru. His company that is amazing. We use them as our marketing firm for my real estate business. We have here the, what would you say, Grand Poobah is his official title. How exciting is that? Sales and marketing genius. Devin Keller. How are you, Devin? I'm good, brother. How are you? <laughs> we way to, way to bring it down for me. Wow. I'm yeah. good, brother. How are you? Well, listen, you know, the world is talking about marketing in a different way now with social media being so important. And I thought I'd just jump right into this aspect of it. And we'll talk a little bit about your history as well. But what's going on out there with social media? What are, what should we be doing to generate an audience on social media? What are some of the tips that you guys have and you use for your, your clientele? Everyone knows what social media is, right? It's just, a, it, there are a bunch of platforms for people to gain awareness and that's truly what it is. You know, we've, we ran a campaign in 2020 that was all about awareness and that's all we did. It was like, we didn't run ads to say, we offer these kinds of services here, like buy from us. We didn't do that kind of stuff. It was basically like, offering people value and becoming the expert in the area. And that's the truth. Gary Vee says it all day long and it's the truth. So the best thing to do, I mean, in my opinion, if you're trying to get people and create communities is find a passion and then become the expert in in that area. And really you're not going to find a passion without being an expert in the first place. If you want to talk about, you know, cars, you can create a community of cars. We have somebody on our team who's talks about Tesla's and he has a podcast for Tesla's and you know what I mean? Like he does, YouTube videos for it's like the ex pastor kind of stuff. And he talks about a whole bunch of weird things going on in the world, but he found a niche and a passion and he just created awareness around it. 
you don't don't you don't want to think about monetizing. You want to think about creation and community. That's that that is the best solution right there. So you mentioned podcasts, which we're doing. You mentioned uh, a couple things, video. You talked about as well, and we even talked about this podcast and creating video for it. How important is video when it comes to marketing yourself? Video is key because you know people people sure they need to see you, but people are more visually stimulated. How many times have you listened to the radio or or listened to it, Justin? Like, come on, you and I are both the same this way. How many times have you listened to an audible book and then you have to re-listen the same chapter ten times because some like, oh my god, there's a Lamborghini and it's just like yeah. squirrel, squirrel. You know, people are more visually stimulated, and if you think about it, it grabs their attention. I just said it right there. You know, you're driving down listening to Audible and oh my gosh, Lamborghini. Oh my gosh, a squirrel, and and you you're visually distracted that way. So by putting everything on video, you're putting, I mean, people like to see lips moving, whatever the case may be, but you're giving people a visual perception of what's actually happening. Happening, And let's face it, when you're planning on building and you have goals and you're planning on building your future, the very first thing they talk about is visualizing and physically putting yourself in a spot to the destination that you'd like to go to. They call it, let's go to the movies. You know, Arnold Palmer did it when he was making golf courses. So visualizing and seeing visual is just extremely important. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And we've gone down that path thanks to you as well. I mean, you create all of our videos for our team for the most part relating well, to my, you. my team. My team does. I, I have the luxury of being able to plan certain things with you, but we have an amazing team as you know, and I know, you know, this, I'm just, I have to give credit where credit is due. We've Scott, the CEO and founder of this company has attracted a lot of people. He's a true leader in this industry and in any industry. I mean, I would follow that man into battle and creating the vision and helping companies such as JL and other companies. We won't mention them on this podcast, but you know what I'm saying? It's like we help businesses grow versus just offering the marketing part of it. And so two, two points that I want to hit on there. One was you mentioned planning. We spend a lot of time and you've come out to our shoots and planned what sort of video we're going to produce, you know, what we're going to say, how we're going to produce it. And I find that it fits into my framework of who I am as a human being. It's why I'm sitting here doing a podcast. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. How do you, how do you, what do you recommend for people as they go along when they're doing these types of videos? Obviously they want to be, you want people to be in them to get to know, like, and trust you. That's how I feel. That's my advice to people for people that aren't as comfortable, that don't really know what to do or say, or flat out people that just, you know, aren't comedic or funny or willing to be that person because that's just not them. How do you, how do you mentor them? I mean, the, the, it can be hard. Let's face it. It's everybody is different. And you, you and I get along great because our personalities are the same, you know, with me being in the industry that you're in as well. And you've, you've saw, you've seen some of the stuff that I've done. We can collaborate quite easily on that. I, I would tell you, it's not that they don't want to do it. I, I am not in full belief that people don't want to do it. Everybody has a sense of humor. Every single person, I don't care how bland you think you are. You have a sense of humor. It's just, it's your own sense of humor. I mean, your last shoot, I was there and I mooned you and we laughed our butts off and we were done with it, right? Like we need silly stuff like that, but I can't do that to everybody. So the best thing to do is I would tell people that perfection leads to procrastination. Just do it. Just do a video, 10 videos, like commit to something. 
and be intentional about what you're trying to do. If you're somebody who needs to plan every single thing, sure, plan it, but just be intentional. Just go ahead and do it. Your personality and your comfortability will come out. When you first, I mean, maybe this is a bad example, but when you first started driving a car, you weren't the best driver. When you first started playing sports or, or when you first went to school in kindergarten and grade, you didn't know how to count, you didn't know how to read, you didn't know how to do any of that stuff. When you first started, the computers came in, in our generation, Justin, it's like, we didn't know how to use them. We didn't know how to, now look at us. It's like control, alt, delete and copy function F and creating podcasts and like everything's just, it's all there. So you're going to get better. I mean, it's all motivational if you think about it. It really is. I would tell people that I don't, there's people, everybody, as much as everybody's different, it's all the same. <clears throat> and the only thing that you can do is, is be yourself, find your interests and go from there. I, I, every, every single person I talk to, it's like, if I find out they like cars, we talk about cars. If we, we could talk about sports and all that kind of stuff. So I just, and I think what ends up coming from that is the idea that you're going to attract people like you. So if you put your personally personality out there, whether it be dry humor, sarcastic humor, like fall on your face off the side of a ledge humor or whatever, <laughs> that's, you're just going to attract the people that are like you, right? And that's the audience you probably want to attract because they're going to be the ones that are going to like, know, and trust you the best, as opposed to trying to convince other people to like and trust you that are skeptical of you because you're a goof. Or yeah. <laughs> because you're super dry and hard to get along with or whatever, whatever the, the, the case may be from their point of view, because they're a different personality. So let's talk a little bit about your history and where you came from, because this is really interesting. You came from real estate. How long were you in real estate before you pivoted into, or, I mean, you still do real estate, but how long before you started into OTBX? Three years, three years. Yeah. It's and almost, I mean, for almost exactly three years to be honest. Yeah. And what was the motivation in, in switching? What was the vision that kind of was put in front of you that made you go, huh, you know what? This is a thing. I'm more business to business versus business to consumer. So for instance, my business to your business, if you were somebody looking to buy or sell a property, I mean, absolutely, I can work with you. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I provided more value to a business. And not only that, it's like my favorite part about the business was creation of the videos and creation of the marketing and selling the lifestyle. It's like, I can negotiate like the best of them. I can door knock and phone call like the best of them. I can have I, I, all those sales things. I do that now. I just in a different way in a business to business atmosphere. And the biggest reason I pivoted is because I saw so much of that. I could offer the world so much more as a person by helping other businesses grow only because I was seeing the traction of, of what I was doing with my videos. You know, I did a video and surprisingly enough, I didn't actually sell this house. <laughs> I mean, that's like, shh, don't tell anybody. But I, I did this video and it, in the first week, I had over 20,000 views on it. 20,000 views on a video. And it, I did put a little bit of money behind it. But the thing was, is there was no negative content. And, and what, I what, I had what I had noticed is I went into the local McDonald's because, you know, I live in a small town. I mean, 20,000 people. And people were like, hey, are you a realtor? <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they wouldn't remember my name, but they sure remembered my video. And you know what? I would laugh and say, oh, yeah, you must watch the video. And, but that's what it is. Again, it's like it's, it's about creating the awareness. And it's almost like 
these little triggers went off in my head. I would hear people like, oh yeah, this realtor did 150 transactions. And I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Why? I don't see them advertising anywhere. Imagine going from 150 to 300 in three years because you can advertise and market properly and, and, and offer value to so many more people because that's what it is. So the, the real pivot was, was the fact that my value add to this world was in, was much in a much different way than selling, buying and selling real estate. And the company OTBX as a whole, I mean, we, we use them for real estate pho- photography and, and videos and they're exceptional. You are exceptional and your team is exceptional. There's much more to it than that. I mean, you, you're get, you guys are doing lifestyle videos for boating and businesses all over the place. Yeah. I mean, you know, Scott, Scott and his nephew really created this business three years ago, starting off by Scott's nephew wanting to buy a drone. So Scott was like, these things are expensive. You know, how can, how can this kid monetize it? And what's, what is something that you could use a drone in? Well, and they started thinking real estate, real estate agents want photos. I mean, that's a, that's an industry that's constantly needing some visual touch points to it. So when he created it, but then obviously came along, it's like, well, they're going to want us to take pictures of the whole house create a video and and then it kind of started so you know when everything started it was the tagline is we make videography and photography and videography ridiculously simple and we do and we still do all day long but it's just evolved into this if i go create justin long carrick an amazing video and i'm not saying you in particular like i'm just using your name as an example i create you this amazing video and it's it, you've paid some money for it now, what are you going to do with it? And 99, 98% of realtors will be like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to use it. It's like, you could actually save money on all your marketing if you keyworded that properly. If you had a proper website built that's keyworded properly. If you're using your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn. If, and, and the biggest thing is YouTube because Google owns YouTube. So if somebody goes and Googles real estate in Burlington, you want your name to pop up. And most people didn't know how to do this. So we became the experts. And when we became the experts, it was now like, hey, what are you going to do with this video? It's like, I don't know. What it, can you guys do it for me? And all of a sudden, like day and night, we turned into a digital marketing company, building websites and uh, the creation of ad campaigns and doing videos for boating companies and shopping centers and corporations to show their product and but also internally how they do things and how they are as a company so you talk about a profile video we've done business profile videos and this all stemmed from real estate so i would say real estate's our bread and butter but we are really you, you go to the corporate side of things and we do work in the in the u.s right now for i don't know what kind of show this is but we have a contract with a cannabis company down there to do their marketing and let's face it that is an industry that is full full of so many what's the right word legalities and ways you're allowed to market that kind of stuff so it's it's really interesting the kind of stuff that we do now compared to and that's only three years so well, you make a good point though in that people literally have no idea they assume that just because they post something it's gonna do something yeah, right no. that's that's not the i mean that's part of it yes but there's so many other intricacies involved in in what to do with a video or a post or something that you're building. And I think people need the guidance and the ability to figure out which direction to go in. What, so 
where what's this what where do we go from here what is the future hold for otbx i mean is there i know you've opened up in boston and a few other areas where are you going from here up my man we are a rocket ship <laughs> as things go i mean I, I guess i will say it's like we we've become this type of business like covid for instance covid has been nothing but a rock star to us and for all the people out there that are suffering from what's going on right now it's like by no means a, it's hard. This is a tough, tough thing that's going on, but we have propelled because the world has completely gone virtual and digital on a way faster pace. And so for us, it's like, we're, we're looking down anywhere in the Southern States. I mean, we're, my mindset is global. You know me, I think big. And sometimes I get too far ahead of myself as a, as a company. It's like you go more corporate and now it's like training programs and just so many different things. So as far as we're concerned, it's like we want to continue to grow and we live and eat, we live, eat and breathe like our brand, OTBX, outside the box. We think outside the box. And when we work with our clients, it's like we want to live, eat and breathe and bring our culture into their culture and their brand as well. So it's like I might work with luxury clients that will have a luxury brand. They don't have the same comedic aspect that, you know, you and I have, for instance, but at the same time, you can bring that comedic aspect into a luxury brand. So there's just so many different things and so many different ways of doing things. And we have our hands in so many different bits of technology looking to build those types of things, apps and backend point of sales and everything. Just It's just such a growth project and it's a lot of fun building business that way. Surrounded by people that actually care about you and you care about them. Like I said, I are sitting here, you and I met, you and I are fr- have a friendship through business. We met as people that were doing a business transaction and yeah. grew that relationship because of, because we're both awesome, basically. Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest. Well, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. We've had a debate, a little bit of a debate recently about you and I, about these virtual tours. I know we sit on sort of separate sides of the fence a little bit and me be, I'm on the side of the fence of they're kind of not there yet. They're definitely a tool that is something that will be used more and more and more and more in the future. But I really do feel like a lot of the feedback I'm getting from my clients are, and I'm, I'm poking holes in your, in your stuff here, but I want you to defend it. I want you to defend it like you do because you're good at it. Because some of my clients have said like, they're kind of clunky and Mm -hmm. and they're not quite an experience I, I I enjoy using. So tell, tell me why we should be using them and fight for that because I know the future really will be there, I think. And I don't disagree with that point, but you tell me what's going on there. Well, I mean, I, you're saying to defend it and and I know what you're saying and I know what you mean by it. It's like, for me, the, the, the whole aspect of the future and what is, what it holds is I can't defend it. I have two balls, neither of them are crystal. But what I do know is I look into like evolving, (laughs) (laughs) I look into evolving processes and what what's happening within those industries and i we take a look at like market trends and and then we try to we try to make decisions based on that so can the certain items that we use be clunky absolutely but i'll tell you something you go look at the iphone and the ipad and you know when the first ipad or the first ipod came out everyone told steve jobs nobody needs that like what the hell is this stuff like you, nobody's going to need it and all that now look at us iphone 11 and everybody pays 1100 bucks. You know what the funny thing is, is <laughs> I was listening to Tim Bilyeu, right? Or yep. Tom Bilyeu, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And and he, I was listening, he had a little, like a little 10 minute thing. When I wake up, I wake up every morning 
and I, I turn on these YouTube motivational things for 10 to 15 minutes. And it's, he seems to be on a lot of them. It's just to get my mind. Anyways, he talked about, you look at the difference between somebody who, you know, like really, you talk about somebody who uses like a PC and all this stuff and versus somebody who uses Apple. And I mean, my point is it's like, you've, we've, they've created this stuff. You look at a PC user and it's like every two to three years they're buying a new computer because something's like, ah, whatever. Right. Cause it's cheap. It's like five, 600 bucks. And it's like, this thing is thrown around in the backseat of their car, but you go look at a Mac user or somebody who has an iPhone. It's like they're every accessory that you can buy for them is purchased. Nobody puts a sticker over the Apple sign and these things are dusted. And you look at somebody who opens a PC and he's like, starts typing. And I'm, and I don't mean this like literally every PC user, by the way, but you go look at somebody who has a Mac and they, it's nicely open. They wash their screen. It's like, not only has this man evolved something that they said nobody would need, but he's grown it into a product. He's created a path and a lane for this product. So when you talk about beginning something and starting something, guess what? You have to be the creator. And if you listen to Seth Gonan, he says the same thing. You might be the most, it is ideal for you to be the most expensive product out there, for example. And the reason being is because you're creating a pathway of excellence. Our, our, what we do, all that kind of stuff, we know is more valuable. But nobody knows what goes behind the scenes. So you got to create that value within people. So you have to create the pathway to that thing. When it comes to new virtual tours and all this kind of stuff, the reason it's clunky is because no, but not everybody's using it. But just like the Apple computer and just like the iPhone and just like the car that you drive, it's like all the wrinkles can be ironed out eventually. It's just the path of the future because of the technology that's and the money that's being put into it. It's like an investment. You tell me that, oh, um, X company just got a venture capitalist to invest $400 million. I'm like, where do I sign up? Like if somebody's willing to spend $400 million, they know something I don't, where's the stocks on that? Let me buy something to that. You know what I mean? So the defense that I would have to you is the reason you should be doing it is because it is the way of the future. And when you're the first one to the game, you end up benefiting more later on. And for us as a company, it's like, we can't afford not to take the chance on this new technology because we believe it to be the next biggest thing based on all the research that we've done and the market trend that we're seeing that when we're first to the game and everything goes the way that we think it's going and the technologies and the money is spent where it's going, we can't be wrong. So sure, we're going to get a lot of objection now and that's fine. And you know what? It's great feedback for us because then we can take it back and repair it and fix it and work on it. So that's the best defense I have for you. <laughs> Hey man, that was as good as any. That was a great sales pitch. I, you know, I've been talking about using it recently because of certain aspects of the business and COVID has created a need for it in a big way, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, people have, people don't want to go into homes. I think I just read a story last week of a COVID outbreak in an open house. So, <laughs> so in Toronto, so it's like, okay, well, you know, at what point do we say, listen, we're fully not going to be allowed to see homes. And then these things become the only thing that would be very interesting. <laughs> well, so. I mean, and let's face it too. It's like you, it's not only it's like during COVID, it's like you have a particular client and they're a germaphobe or they just don't like people walking through their home. It's you as a service provider need to have a solution for everyone. 100%. And guess what? This, and this is my, this is one of my objections to you before. 
It might not be the best, but it's a solution. And it's a solution that you as a service provider can provide because you need to have the answers. If you offer a service you have, if you, and you're the expert in the field, guess what? People look to you for the answer and you need to have a solution. And you create raving fans by creating solutions, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, what does Grant Cardone say? You're not winning unless you have haters. So there's not everybody's going to like what you're doing. And that's okay. I don't hate you. What are you saying? <laughs> no, what are you saying? No, I t- I'm a Grant Cardone guy. Everything happens because of you, not to you. I love that quote. That's yeah. my favorite from Cardone. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's been a blast. It's, you know, we're right on the cusp of the time. We need to shut this thing down. I'll get in trouble. Mm-hmm. The wife's knocking on the door out here. No, on she's not really. <laughs> yeah, on the closet door. But we should tell people, though, it's like Justin and I could talk for hours upon hours upon hours. And we could talk about almost anything. We could talk about a doorknob for 20 minutes. That's how, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I was trying to keep it more business, you know, yeah. more relational that way. Like you said, I we could talk for hours. We've had some awesome conversations. Oh, yeah. I've sat in the driveway for 45 <laughs> minutes before waiting to go in the house, just chatting with you. So, so yeah, it's, it's great. And I think, I think we should do that. And we should, I love the, I love the, the, the fact I, we said this the other day, we can have an argument, but respect the fact that the other person has an opinion. And I think that's the key. Right. And I wish more people on this planet would have that kind of mentality and that ideal, because the reality is, is there's a lot of, in, there's a lot of fighting going on and it just sucks. And it's because you're so vehement about your side of the thing and, and, and you can't accept that the other person has an opinion of their own. It is what it is. So Mm -hmm. let's come back. Let's do it again. And we will, uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks, Devin. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Much, much appreciated. All right. Talk to you soon, man. Cheers. That was another episode of The Underground. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, follow Justin on Facebook and see what he's up to in the real estate world at Justin Long Carrick. And check out what Ryan is doing on the ice at more.hockey.